What's up, everyone? Welcome to this episode of The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Um, it's been a while since my last episode. Uh, it feels weird. Um, it feels like, you know, I'm just talking amongst, amongst everyone. And it's, I don't know, it felt trippy when I was giving the introduction. Um, I am making this episode because, um, I, I mean, I don't really need to get out of the house, but I just feel this. Um, this need to talk because I don't have anyone to talk to, um, and I really just need to talk whatever it is that I need to talk about, which I don't know why, but, um, Uh, this creaking sound in my car is extremely annoying, and I don't know how to stop it. Um, I just feel like, um, I'm trapped. Um... And I feel this sense of decision and it's it's so fleeting, like every thought that I bring to my mind, or a thought that's brought to my mind, and I want to talk about it and dissect it, it immediately goes away, like I immediately forget about it, um, brain rot, I don't know, man, um, I, I have gotten my, I'm seeing a doctor at a new clinic, I've gotten blood tested um, for my uh, PKU, and um, I had gotten my blood drawn the day of the first time I've seen the doctor. And, um, so I didn't get a heads up, um, to fast, uh, because usually fasting for your, um, for blood tests, um, you need to do that because, uh, it, I don't know, homeostasis, (laughs) like, um, I don't know, like, it's just, I guess the 
blood levels come back more accurate um, from a fast instead of, um, you know, the, the uncertainty in the efficacy of the blood levels if you eat and, you know, your body's, I don't know, digesting shit, so maybe blood levels are affected by that. But it's just a general rule of thumb before a blood test that you have to fast. And I didn't fast. But that being said, um, my blood levels came back extremely low. Uh, um, my phenylalanine levels came back extremely low. And that's um, a sign that... Um, that, you know, my levels are low, so I have a, a bigger window to, um, I have a more allowance to, um, increase my phenylalanine intake. It, you know, if my levels are low, then I need to have more to bring them back to, um, uh, a norm, normality, um, so, it's just weird that, okay, uh, so, she said that the levels that she looks for, um, she uses a different metric system in, in the results, so she does like milliliters, which um, I'm confused because I don't know the uh, conversion of whatever she uses and whatever my old clinic was using to describe my phenylalanine levels. So um, the levels that The levels that she was looking for was between 120 and 360, and um, for for the new clinic and my old clinic was looking for levels below 10. Uh, a 10 being a high number for le for the phenylalanine levels. So it's I, I can't I don't see any. Um, I don't know the conversion rate. Like it, it's not um, easily calcul calculable. Um, it just seems like random numbers. So um, my levels had come back, according to the new clinic, 30. Um, so like I said, they were looking for 120 to 360. And it's funny because these levels were not on a fast. Meaning that I had breakfast, uh, like, um, I, it might have been like four hours prior to the blood test. And usually, if you're fasting for a blood test, you want to be fasted for 12 hours. So, my levels came back extremely low. And, you know, that's um, an indication that... You know, they're, they seem to be under control, but, you know, they 
want me to, um, they reached out to me and they said that we're going to, um, email you a prescription for, to get blood drawn again, um, to make sure that, um, that 30 wasn't an outlier. Um, so like a level, you know, it could have been, uh, it could be, um, Uh, a fluke is the word I'm looking for. Um, so, uh, so I'll get my blood drawn again and see where the, those levels are, and we'll see what assessment that um, my doctor makes of these two tests. Um, so. Yeah, it's pretty much um, what came to mind, what I wanted to talk about. Um, I didn't know I wanted to talk about that. Um, I, I feel like I'm coming into a point in my life where, um, you know, like I was talking, I touched on before this sense of decision, um, and, you know, it's scary, because I don't think I've ever felt this way, um, I've never been in this position of making a decision, um, that, you know, could consider could be considered to be like a lifestyle change. Um, what I mean by that is I just feel this, you know, it's a power of decision where, you know, I, I, I can only go so far to, um, you know, me being a course miracle student, um, you know, it, it's at this point where I, I have to make the decision. It's not where, um, you know, I'm just going to sit and wait and, you know, these, these schools, these places that are sending me letters that they have vacant positions open for their job at their, you know, for a job opening, you know, they're not going to call me. They're not going to check up and say, um, Chris, did you, uh, you know, Chris, I, I assume that you, uh, saw our job vacancy, um, you know, just reaching out, wondering if you're uh, interested. You know, it, it, it doesn't fucking happen like that. It's not going to happen like that. And it pisses me off that it's not going to happen like that. It's something that I have to do. Um, and, you know, as a course student, it's very conflicting for me to, to be in this position. Because... I, 
have started to um, almost um, three quarters of a way uh, finished reading um, the book, which I have never read, but I have, you know, have had had many experiences um, from uh, two thousand from two thousand sixteen on. You know, four years. I've I've really made it. A, um, a big part of my life in these past four years, and you know, not even measuring success, but I, you know, it's it's hard to measure the success of it. Um, So, but, uh, what I was trying to say is that I am in this position where I need to take on these decision-making skills, um, which I found out yesterday are in the book. I'm not up to that chapter, um, but like I said, I'm like a third, a a third of, uh, you know, I'm, I just have a quarter left. Um, so, you know, it's this, you know, a fork in the road of, you know, like four years of this pattern that I've lived in is you know, I don't know my best interests. So, it's at that point where I need to take a leap. Because like I explained, no one can take that leap for me. Um, You know, I can, I can have desires and aspirations to move on from where I am at currently, you know, 25 years old, uh, you know, obviously it's a very difficult, um, a difficult time right now to measure any, uh, any description of where I am currently, because it's so unfamiliar to be, you know, in this, I'm, I'm explaining COVID in the most extrapolated way, <laughs> um, you know, the uncertainty of everything right now, you know, nothing is normal right now, um, you know, we, we're trying to get to that normality again, but it's not happening. It's, it's, you know, New York, I'm me being in New York, the hotspot of COVID when, when it first hit the United States, uh, now it's like, we're cooling down, but the rest of the United States is, um, on fire. 
So, you know, it, it's just, you know, me being 25 years old and me living with, uh, in my mom's house, you know, me not extremely outgoing, to say at any least, uh, you know, very close off, um, but, you know, to make this change where I want to, to be where I want to be, um, and I'm, I guess I'm slowly progressing to believe that, you know, this is not where I want to be, so, it's, it only acts as a, a motivator, um, to, to start taking the, the small, the first step in change of where I am, and, you know, where I would like to be is living on my own, um, you know, obviously small practices such as responsibilities that my mom has taken for, for me to come to positions to uh, receive those responsibilities, take on those responsibilities for myself. So, you know, these little practices are the, the little steps in, you know, I can have this experience of, you know, it's not really a change of place where I am, it's a change of mindset. Um, you know, if I can have, if I can work on this mindset to be more independent while being under my mom's roof, then it won't change. My mindset won't change if I change place, scenery and place. So, um, you know, it's like, it's, I don't, I can't, I can't put a name on it, but it's just life. Liberty and pursuit of happiness. Um, that's extremely corny, and I very much am embarrassed that that just came out of my mouth. Um, so I think I'm gonna make it. I think I'm gonna make it, uh, and you know, it, just like I said, you know, I don't, I don't want to make it the habit of this vicious cycle where my mind goes that, you know, here I am stuck in this, stuck at this fork in the road where, you know, I'm waiting for an answer, but I can't get it because it's an answer that I need to make. Um, you know, I, I, it, and that humility, you know, it's not a decision that I need to make. It's a decision. It's just an answer. Sorry. It's an answer that I, w I will receive. And it will not be at my door. Um, 
So, you know, it's, you know, I just, you need to just look out in the world and you see people that have nice houses, nice cars, lavish lifestyles, um, You know, I'm, I'm, I've become very uh, susceptible to um, comparing, making comparisons, and, you know, it's not healthy. And it's, I mean, you know, it's not, not healthy, but, um, it's, you know, throwing stones at, uh, you know, a gigantic metal statue, you know, it's ineffective. Um, so... To realize that, um, is something that I'm trying to find an answer for, I guess. Alright, I'm going to cut this video off. Um, I just really needed to say anything. <laughs> um. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and I hope to catch everyone in the next episode, whenever it may be, so don't anticipate anything, because it might not be for a while. Alright, peace out. Bye.